Calling Dick Tracy. Come in, Dick Tracy. A podcast is in progress. Okay, and welcome to the trailer for the all-new Dick Tracy Minute Podcast. My name's Parker, I'm on the air from Toronto, and my buddy Rob's joining us from Dublin. What we're endeavoring to do is analyze and discuss Warren Beatty's 1990 comic book movie masterpiece, Dick Tracy, at the rate of one minute of screen time per one whole episode of this podcast. My side is a lifetime of action and adventure with no clock to punch. So yeah, how, how, how are you doing today, Rob? I'm, I'm doing pretty well. I'm really excited to talk about this movie. I do think it's a largely forgotten uh, masterpiece was the word you used, and I think I'd agree with that very strongly. I think it, it took a lot of what was kind of popular at the time with movies like Batman and, you know, Star Wars, Indiana Jones, and it, it, it took them to a new level. Uh, it, it did some cool stuff with the kind of period detective genre. And uh, mm-hmm. I grew up with it. I watched it constantly. There was a there was a period where I was watching it literally every day, and uh, I just I just want to celebrate it. And I, I feel like I'd like new audiences to discover it. So that's what we're trying to do. Absolutely. Pat, bring in flat top and edgy. Yeah. So like, um, I guess we should explain who we are. Rob and I are both originally internet friends uh, who met on a Superman forum back when we were teens, when we were fifteen in the mid two thousands. And I'm in Toronto. Rob is in Dublin. I, I'm in Dublin. Um, and we're doing this over Skype or Facebook video, as the case may be tonight. Uh, we've we've remained fast friends from the age of around 14. We're now 30. So somehow we've, uh, we've kept it going all that time. Keep in mind that when we originally became friends, uh, the whole, you know, making friends on the internet thing wasn't as commonplace as it is now. And back then, oh, yeah. everyone everyone was kind of afraid that if you met someone on the internet that they would uh, they would be suspicious or nefarious in some way. And thankfully, that was never the case with Parker, although I remain suspicious <laughs> to this day that he might be a uh, 62-year-old pedophile in disguise. <laughs> uh, now, although I am 30 now, so maybe the appeal isn't what it once was. Well, we will have to confirm that every every few years we get together in in the flesh and uh, and reconfirm our uh, you know perspectives on each other. But in the meantime, we have our long internet friendship of discussing things in uh, absurd, ridiculous, uh, irredeemable depth, like uh, unconscionable, unconscionably <laughs> specific detail. Exactly. And what better uh, film to do it with than one where uh, like this, where every aspect, every Every minute, every shot, every prop, every performance is really worth discussing uh, in that depth. Yeah. Because um, yeah, Warren Beatty really did something special here, and it's it's a film that's always been frustrating at times. Every every year or two, in adulthood, we've talked about watching it and uh, and just being like, oh, like how do more people not you know know all the great stuff about this uh, film, or or if they have watched it, I would love to share that level of depth with them. Yeah, and I, I, I think it is comparable to, you know, so many of the great movies from that time that people constantly talk about. Like, you have Batman 89, Indiana Jones and Last Crusade, you know, some of the James Bond movies, Star Wars. I, I think this really is up there, and I don't think people really think of it in the same light. And I think it probably deserved that sequel or that trilogy that, you know, so many of those other franchises had. And uh, for whatever reason, it, it just didn't happen, whether it was the box office or some kind of legal rights type thing. 
But I, I think, you know, miraculously, it does stand on its own just as this perfect little one solo film. Um, it stands perfectly well uh, just as a film on its own. Maybe it doesn't even need sequels. I don't know. Yeah, absolutely. It does have kind of a bit of a happily ever after, which we'll hopefully get to talk about many hundreds of episodes from now. But yeah, though, like actually one thing with, there's a lot of great film minute podcasts out there that it's become, but if, if uh, you're not familiar with the concept listening, it's like, it's literally just discussing it one minute at a time. But I was, when I was watching the opening credits again the other day, a lot of the fun of the film minute podcasts is like delving into the lives of extras and bit players in, in so many scenes. And usually they're, they're nobody or their stuntmen or their random people with like like who are still working to this day this minute you look at the opening credits literally every bit part and every like literal people with no lines or people with one line are are like really well-known actors um in some cases yeah. like actual a-list actors so yeah we're, we're gonna have our work cut out for us in terms of um all those little moments and stuff so yeah it should be great yeah i mean like the the second to most recent time i ever watched dick tracy having watched it like maybe 40 times when I was a kid, I realized that Catherine O'Hara was in the movie. Absolutely. And then prior to that, I realized that James Caan is in the movie. Yeah. And, you know, pri- prior to that, again, I realized that the guy who plays Pruneface is a, is a character actor in a bunch of movies. And, you know, like every time I watch it, I see something else. I, and the, the guy who plays Bug Bailey, like w- there, there's so many people to talk about and they all have storied careers. And I think so much of that is down to Warren Beatty like he was actively trying to create this cast of just incredibly you know accomplished actors from across Hollywood history because you know we, we all kind of forget that Warren Beatty is sort of like the Forrest Gump of Hollywood like he, he was there you know he, he was there in the classic kind of mobster movie era and he he stayed relevant all the way up until kind of the early 90s and, and he's kind of still around today you know, like messing up the names of best picture winners at Oscars and stuff like that. And but redeeming he's, himself. He's the next still year. there, <laughs> redeeming himself the next year. So uh, yeah. yeah, well, he really pulled it off here. Him and uh, and everyone involved, just every department. Uh, the film's uh, twelve course buffet, and uh, we've always wanted a way to just publicly celebrate it and share our love of it and everything in it with everyone. So. Hopefully this will be it. So we're going to dive right into it next episode with Minute One. And uh, it's a great minute right off the bat. Say uh, goodbye to the folks, Rob. (laughs) This is Rob O'Connor signing off my wristwatch radio. (laughs) This is Parker Johnston trying to log out of Skype, having spent about 20 minutes trying to log in. See you next time.